Hey gang, um, I just wanted to uh, put this little um, uh, little bit in here before the episode starts. Um, you may hear some uh, annoying little jingles in the background, um, and I just wanted to say that was my cat. Um, so apologies for that. Uh, make sure uh, if you like the show, uh, go subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a five star review, um, and you can always donate to us at Anchor Free or anchor.fm slash radio free sd excuse me um and uh yeah so sorry about the uh slight audio hiccups uh, i'll be getting the new mic soon so it should be uh improving here very shortly and thanks for listening to the show <laughs> It's your boys Matt and John here with the Radio Free SD, the number one left-wing podcast in South Dakota. Um, we've got a truly wonderful episode for you guys today. Um, there's a decent amount of stuff to talk about. Um, before we get into the episode, I just want to remind everybody to go listen to our last episode that we did uh, where we read Albert Einstein's essay that he wrote in 1949. Uh, called Why Socialism, and we have a discussion about it, so uh, go check that out. Um, you know, we like to have our episodes where we just talk about stupid bullshit, but we also want to do a little bit more uh, educational episodes sometimes as well, um, because, you know, um, we're journalists, basically, so, you know, we have to educate people. Um, uh, and then... Uh, you know, yeah, I think the next one we're going to do is um, an essay by Lenin about the, the core tenets of Marxism. <laughs> um, and then also remember to follow us on Twitter um, at RFSDPod and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, make sure you give us a five-star review, help boost us up in the algorithm. Um, and lastly, uh, if you like what we do and you want to support us financially, you can donate to the show on anchor.fm slash Radio Free SD. Um, and on the page, you can click the support button uh, and give us a one-time donation or a monthly recurring donation. That's always very much appreciated. Um, and then, uh, yeah, also, I guess um, if you uh, are friends over at Struggle Session, I was... Uh, their movie th roving uh, theater correspondent for their most recent episode about uh, Tenant, which I guess I think I talked about on here. You mentioned well, a couple uh, times. Yeah, um, and uh, by uh, that that one's by Leslie Lee the Third and Jack Allison. So go check that out. They do a good podcast. Go subscribe to them on Patreon and such. Uh, you know, um, and uh, now that I got that out of the way, how you doing, Matt? Well, I'm doing quite well. Uh, 
I'm very, very happy uh, with family stuff. I'm in a healthy relationship. Therapy's much better. This is probably in terms of my emotional well-being, the best time I've had in my whole life. In terms of the world around me, though, it's very stressful. Nice. Um, still struggling to find more consistent work than just like shitty freelance writing. I'm working on making a YouTube video because I used to have a YouTube channel and I want to put that out. Maybe we could put it on the Patreon. We'll talk about that. Maybe we won't. I don't fucking care. But yeah, I'm doing pretty freaking we'll, we'll get. We'll start putting stuff on there. Yeah. We should make a YouTube page. That would be fun. And we, I want to. We and we can. And we can make like those really annoying headers uh, that like people have, and like a picture of us like screaming, holding our well, like do little soy face and be and be like Marxism good question mark exclamation point like like, have our dicks out or something. I don't really know what like um, I don't. How do you do? clickbait on youtube anymore is it just boobs and butts still you can't show cock free the dick by the um, way honestly you use youtube way more than i do so i should you know, know. Better i mean me. i like but the thing is clickbait has changed over time like in 2011 the clickbait was a lot different than it is now now it's like i don't know if uh karsten runquist i fucking detest uh is a movie reviewer who's just like has the Karsten Rehnquist? Yeah. That sounds like a made-up name. It, sounds like a character I It's probably up. just a, some other dumb Scandinavian dipshit. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I just... I The true definition of, like, an annoying film, bro. They're not pretentious. They're just, like... What's the word? Um, uh, glib. Like, they give really superficial movie reviews, and it's just, like... It's so boring. It's like, oh, what insight can you provide here? And they just don't ever. That's the kind of thing that's successful on YouTube. And Donkey, uh, video game Donkey, is recently making some uh, really, really excellent uh, fucking um, like parodies of like how bad the algorithm is on YouTube. Like the attention economy on YouTube is um, it's fully been gamified. The things that are successful and on trending, like look yeah, at that. I think we and, should we should get the game. And then. Uh, consider suicide this is a joke don't actually do that that's not a funny joke <laughs> make that especially as someone who suffered from mental health problems but like it's bad it's bad on youtube like i don't know it's a very different beast yeah, I'm gonna cancel you, it's man. a different beast than when i was on there and i had like a fluke viral video when i was a kid but yeah anywho Let's get back to what we're talking Wait, about. Wait, were you we the kid who stuck the remote up his ass? Got some articles for us to read. I don't. I'm just in pain at all times. Bloody hell, mate! you. Right, right. Um, I write you, top lad, mate. He's a bloody top lad. Top lad. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few things to talk about. Obviously, like. Uh, COVID is still just doing its thing, having a good time, raging through the state and the country. I mean, there's not really that much uh, to discuss in terms of COVID just because uh, the only thing that's changed, I guess, is that it's getting worse um, and the vaccine is starting to roll out. Um, But... You know the way it's rolled out. The is things not that be people really evenly. need. It's going to be to the wealthy first. Like I think literally, it's like to the care healthcare workers first, and then second to like Wall Street brokers. Like it's so 
fucking blaringly on. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I yeah. will be getting it next week, I believe. Oh so. wow! Hey, good for you. Um. um well, and it's because I work on Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, but so yeah, if I like next time we record, you know, we get on the cameras and I have like three eyes or I've like mutated or something, just let me know. <laughs> um, but um, right now. South Dakota is at 90,407 de- uh, infected, not deaths, excuse me. Um, and I think we're going like 800 more cases a day, essentially, at this point. Um, Brookings, I, th- I guess Sioux Falls now, too, has a ma- kind of a mask mandate, uh, but with no teeth to it. I don't, I don't really think the Brookings one has teeth to it either. Um, but... Um, the rest of the state they're still like fighting over whether or not to do mask mandates um, and we have uh, we're at 1200 uh, deaths uh, just about with uh, like 33 more people died today our hospitals are just being like totally swamped I think uh, I saw somewhere that um, right now the capacity for beds is something like uh, two, 3% uh, available right now. Um, so, you know, that's just a complete like horror show. Um, and I actually like did the math um, and we have a population of 884,659 people in South Dakota, 90,407 cases which is like roughly 10% of the population of South Dakota has been infected with COVID-19, which is like pretty fucking horrifying considering how like rural and spread out most of the state is. Um, And it's just, I think like nobody is following. No, but there's no social distancing anymore. There's no real quarantining, you know, um, and it's not necessarily, I think, because people, like, don't care or whatever. Um, I think it's just because nothing is shut down and people still go into work. So, I mean, you know, I just go home and go to work. And that's what my quarantine is, I suppose. But, um, you know, I'm still, like, going out because I have to go to work and shit. And so life hasn't really shut down in the way it needs to um, for people to actually stay home. Um, and, you know, it's just, uh, I guess it's hopefully they make a, fu- you know, they manage to pump out a fuck ton of the vaccine because that's the only way uh, that anything is ever going to get back to, you know, pre-COVID in terms of uh, being able to interact with other people and go to crowded public places. You know what I mean? Um, because the government is obviously not going to like do anything. Um, I guess they're trying right now. Bernie and a couple other people are trying to possibly. I think I saw they were they were thinking about threatening a government shutdown. They should. Um, I wish AOC if, would just if there's no stimulus checks. Checks. Yeah, I agree with you. They absolutely should shut the fucking government down. Um, and. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I just, uh, I think AOC should assist Bernie and I think they should genuinely like 
I think they should like tr start a cause with the government shutdown for stimulus. They should definitely force a uh, Medicare for all vote. I um I don't know. I, I mean, I've always like not always, but like I have been disillusioned with the Democratic Party for a very long time. Um, my I I'm just kind of saddened right now. Like I'll be frank. Like I have I mean I have a lot of stuff going on in my life, but like. So one of the reasons I kind of have avoided this podcast is because I just like thinking about politics all day every day. It like it makes it's hard to not become a doomer. Sucks. It's hard to become like to, For to real? maintain optimism. I no, I think like the doomer mentality is not like innately evil, but I think cynicism is. I think cynicism and nihilism are both just like mm -hmm. they're in a sense correct, but they're also an, an easy and wicked thing to do it's it's evil and also they're kind of like it's a self-fulfilling oh, prophecy because yeah. if you stay nihilistic or cynical and never try to do anything well then nothing's gonna happen you know what i mean yeah. so it kind of just like f fulfills itself and i you know i i totally understand what you mean it's uh it's fucking the political situation and scene and everything right now is really not encouraging and in really any way um, you seen killing them softly just like on what what you said um, have you seen that movie i'm sorry what have you seen killing them Softly? killing them softly no no I that's haven't. the vibe i'm in right now uh thinking about politics and that movie like takes place like right around the inauguration of Obama, so it's like that kind of new like that last ditch end of history hope kind of thing, like oh maybe something good will happen because of this and it's um it's just I am I have, I'm sorry for interrupting you just like I think. In the past, I like recommended people like join whatever org as they could, but now I'm like pretty firmly don't join the DSA, jo don't join the SRA, mm -hmm. uh, like avoid these places that are being monitored incessantly. Um, like the PSL is all right, but like um, I don't know, I like work has I mean, to be done. And I know, think a lot of people. I like, tried to join them, but yeah, like I think. One I of, tried to join them, but they're impossible to get in touch with. Yeah, they're not interested in coming out to rural places. It seems to me, um, which I mean is is I guess fine, but uh, this place is in dire need of some type of fucking anything other than the Democratic Party because I mean they just do nothing. Total waste of space in South Dakota. Um, yeah, but. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, you know, like literally, I, I really, one, one thing that bothers the fuck out of me, um, is that like, I, I, you know, there's this kind of whole stupid thing going on Twitter right now that, uh, like AOC is like arguing with people in their fucking mentions on Twitter about why she can't, why she's not going to try to force a vote. Uh, on Medicare for all and force Democrats to vote against it, uh, which she should do, I think, because it's how you craft a political narrative. Um, mm -hmm. And 
Like, didn't you? You got blocked by uh, fucking what's his face? Uh, Carter. Carter Lee. Yeah, that guy. Lee Carter. Lee Carter. Lee Carter. Right. Yeah, I remember the, one um, of the. And names. I mean, honestly, serves him right for having two first names um, for la- a last name and a first name. Yeah, seriously, dude. Yeah. And honestly, you know, he 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 seems like a decent politician, but um, he's just he can't. And, get and, away he from seems online. like. Yeah. yeah, like I seriously do not want to see like my elected officials. Uh, like they should now be allowed to use Twitter. I don't want to fucking see yeah. it. Like, pre- do press releases only or something like. Um, and it's just like embarrassing for them. Honestly, I just want them to like act like have some fucking dignity. Like you're not just a, a dumb poster like me and you. You know, um, yeah. but like. I really think that, especially like AFC, I mean, if you can't, if you're not willing, if you're going to go in and say, you know, we're going to change the Democratic Party and we're going to fight against the corporate wing of the Democratic Party or whatever, and then you don't actually ever do anything. I mean, what has she done since she's been elected? And I get that she's one person, she's one congresswoman. Obviously, she's not super. You know, to disregard super powerful, the work but what she's has done, she done, I think is not. I think it can be counterproductive, but like to like to completely suggest that she's not done anything. But like, um, I think right now, while there is some leverage, the fact that what she is doing is not enough is a very big problem. Like, I think like maybe five or six months ago, if someone was like, AOC hasn't done enough, and like, fucking, what power does she really have right now? And she, like, stood by Bernie the whole time. I was pretty happy about that. I'll be grateful for that. Whatever. But, like, right now, like, just before the vaccine is gonna get released and all that, it's just, like, it just, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't even find the words for how angry it makes me. And I, like, I don't know why people are so tooth and nail in defending her when it's not even a matter of, like, I'm like people are saying oh aoc is like like terrible it's just aoc could be doing more why isn't she doing more this is worrisome and oh jesus yeah and 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 it's just annoying too because it's like you're not gonna you're really not gonna try to force a vote on medicare for all in the middle of a pandemic where three hundred thousand people have died and like millions and millions of people don't have insurance anymore like that it's actually a bad move to not do it i think like you know what i mean it's just what use are these like bourgeois social democratic politicians if they're not actually going to fucking fight the democratic party which they should be doing it and you know like uh what you said about like the dsa like you know i don't really think that you know if you join the dsa they do good work there's a lot of good people in the dsa but for me it's just why would i want to work with the democrats on anything like they're our enemy you know what i mean and if you can't recognize that they're just as much of our enemy as the republican party um like you're 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 not doing anything revolutionary you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because the democratic party is like you know they call it the graveyard of social movements for a reason but you know that's just uh, me wanting uh, the democrats to go die well um but then i would like that too so i i don't 
Um, Entirely alone in that. Um, and then you know, while you know, in this backdrop of the whole you know pandemic going on, we've got twelve hundred uh, twelve hundred South Dakotans dead, thirty three more on the last day. Um, and it's probably honestly, this is a Republican state. Uh, I would not be surprised if they were uh, lying about how many people are actually dead oh, because um, they've been like telling people it's fake. So, um, but um, you know, while they're uh, doing the very important work of ignoring COVID, they're also um, trying to <laughs> help the Republican Party, the National Republican Party, overturn the election. Um, it's just kind of uh, pathetic at this point. All like I, I you know, I kind of thought that once they brought some of these cases to the Supreme Court, um, that you know they might be willing to hear them just because you know three of them were appointed by Donald Trump and they're all right wing psychos. Um, but even they were like, no, they wouldn't even hear them. Uh, I, they dismissed them immediately, I believe. Um, which is really funny, but um, it, it's an interesting thing to me because um, simultaneously the GOP uh, at like kind of the top levers, like where the Supreme Court is, you know, the very powerful actual like members of the Republican Party, they're stopping Trump from doing this. And I think they're, they're rightly recognizing that why would we put our necks on the line for Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, we got what we wanted out of him. We're going to retake the House uh, and the Senate probably in 2022. Um, so we'll let Joe Biden be the president. That I think for them, that's a very good position. Um, and But at the same time, then in the lower levels and kind of like, you know, the Senate, some of the senators, the, the congressmen, um, they're also basically saying this election is rigged completely. Um, and it's kind of just an interesting thing to think about the way that, you know, they're so ruthless in their pursuit of power that they do not get bogged down by like all this bullshit that Democrats get bogged down in and like, oh, we have to be strategic and use our political capital wisely and yada, yada. They just go and say and do what they want. Um, and I mean, it's pretty damn effective. They convinced like most of the people who voted for Donald Trump that the election was stolen, um, which, you know, is fucking so goddamn annoying. These people think they're the fucking center of the world. Um, they think that, you know, and I, I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I hate the Democrats, but you know, these Trump people, they just really think they're the fucking center of the world and that it's totally inconceivable to them that, there are more people in this country than just them. You know what I mean? Um, it's just cult shit. I mean, but, that's literally all that drives it. Yeah, it's just for kind real. Of just like, if it doesn't fit to the narrative, then you will construe or constrain information to somehow suit it. It's like, oh, there's evidence of the mm -hmm. curvature of the earth at a certain altitude. Well, you just it's... never go up that high again, and you can just deny it all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's effective politically because they don't you know they don't get bogged you know like i said it it works it's working for them you know what i mean um and uh you know kind of on that topic um south dakota our uh, attorney general 
uh, Ravens, Jason Ravensborn, who is the guy we talked about in one of our other episodes who uh, was drunk and killed a dude and then drove off uh, and came back the next day um, and basically murdered a man uh, and left his body lying out in a ditch for a day before he reported it um, so that he wouldn't get caught as being drunk. And he's still under investigation. I think uh, that is going to... Uh, uh, I think that's more info is going to be coming out about that soon actually but he signed a brief uh this um um this uh, what what it's a brief i guess um in support of the texas uh republican party basically trying to overthrow the results of the elections and, and you know i mean it's basically the texas saying oh all these other states don't know how to run their elections which you know, they have no jurisdiction into, you know, telling any other state how to run their elections. It's not really how it works, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it got it got thrown out immediately. Um, but uh, Ravensborg spokesman um, said in an email, Our office has received thousands of calls and emails from concerned citizens, and we have listened to our constituents and voters. Which is, like, really... Uh, funny because then immediately after that it says Borman did not respond to questions asking for evidence that thousands of South Dakotans have emailed and called his office with concerns about elections in other states and whether they were sharing their complaints or specifically asked Ravensborg to intervene through the courts um, which is just like really funny because like I'm just trying to imagine the person in South Dakota, the South Dakota Republican who like uh, very well voted for like legal weed and uh you know sees that their state has basically gone towards trump in a landslide is really calling the attorney general and telling them to like do something about something in an, another state i don't you know what i it's, mean like yeah it's incoherent I, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> like um it's just so these people are so fucking stupid um and and it's kind of interesting, like, Thune is not really on board uh, with the, the whole stop the steal thing. Um, and I think Dusty Johnson didn't sign it either. I think they're just kind of hedging their bets. I think um, I think uh, a lot of these people are just starting to give up. I mean, I would hope. That's, like, what I've observed, anyhow, at least in South Dakota. is just like, okay, Trump lost, whatever, let's move on. In some circles not all of them in fact yeah and you know it if trump people hadn't like gone completely insane and lost all touch with reality i mean they would realize that like they're in a pretty favorable political position in terms of the republican party they actually have a political party that um speaks to the what they want which is like uh, mass death and uh to kill themselves and everybody around them uh, which is what they want. Um, and, you know, they uh, did much better down ballot than many people predicted because Joe Biden sucks so much fucking ass. Um, and, um, you know, they're probably going to retake the, they're probably going to sweep in 2022. I'm not looking forward to the midterms at all because uh, the Democrats are going to do terrible. Joe Biden's going to be a terrible fucking president. Um, nobody is going to like him. He's already alienating, um, you know, everybody um, who is not, you know, 
who isn't trying to get a job working for him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, in this article, it says uh, Donald Trump called the lawsuit, uh, the Texas lawsuit, he called it the big one. This is the big one, folks. Hell yeah. It's the big one. Is Trump talking about his ass? <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm so tired. Got him! He's done. He's done. I hope sir. he, like, genuinely ends his own life. But he, I, he's too much of a coward and a narcissist to do that. Um, just, he would never do that. Um, but I think it's funny that he's, like, tweeting, like, fucking tweeting like somebody said he sounds like morrissey because he tweeted like i just want the world right i just want the world to stop killing itself yeah folks <laughs> and he's just like he's become like an ethereal bisexual it's very ethereal funny ethereal bisexual isn't that that line from fucking obama's uh like memoir about how he used oh to, yeah that he is used to like lie about yeah. having political feelings to like flirt up these these beautiful dames and he just fucking couldn't because he sucked <laughs> like no no offense to be like obama the, but he genuinely i was uh talking was. to uh that is a are you uh, an brush. ethereal bisexual <laughs> i was uh, <clears throat> here here i can do a, i can do a better one okay 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 work on it i can i can do a better one okay folks I'm looking for an ethereal bisexual. Is that better? <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I'll, you know, you try. I need to work. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's a not something we need to have perfect and ironed out. All of my best impressions are characters who are not political. It's like fucking the gingerbread man. <laughs> like <laughs> Pinocchio. Like it, I, I can do a, I can do a killer Kermit the Frog. Do it. I can do a pretty you can good do Yoda a killer too. Kermit the Frog. Prove it to me, you piece of shit. Come on. Hey, man. <laughs> it's me, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah. Hey. Hey there, guys. Ask me if I'm wearing Hey, why don't you suck my frog dick? Hey, man. It's me, Kermit the Frog. Are you wearing ladies' underwear right now? I'm certainly a Is that Miss Piggy's thong? I was my own... <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. That's, yeah, from Shrek. Uh, oh, that's a pretty good gingerbread, man. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I used to have a really good Mad Max, but I have, um, my throat is really scratchy because of dry season, so I'm not going to do that right now. Um, what other ones? I did an okay Joker. That shit's embarrassing to do in public if your voice isn't in it. Like, you will, like. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I'm, no, Joker, like a Mark Hamill <laughs> Joker. Like, there's no, like, Joker impression for Walking uh, okay. Phoenix, because Walking Phoenix just has a normal person voice. Walking Phoenix just, like, you yeah. can't do an impression of him. Like, Jack Nicholson, you can do an impression of him. He's like, well, I did it. I shit my pants. And it felt real good. <laughs> like, like, it's got a... I like the Jack Nicholson Joker. Nicholson, yeah, I like Jack Nicholson. And you can call me Joker. And as you can see, I'm a lot happier. Like, he has a very weird, like, breathy way of speaking. Um, uh, I, the nasally Chicago accent for uh, Keith Ledger, I used to be okay at. I was like, oh, I, I was about to go into an Obama, Obama for joke. For who? <laughs> I can't get it right. Uh, yeah, those are my impressions. Folks, we live in a society. Some people just uh, want to see the world burn. Some folks uh, just uh, want to watch the world burn. Uh, 
Please don't know this, but... Uh... <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> some folks just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> I need to, like... I need to listen to some Obama clips. And I like, mean, really, like... Really nail it down. He doesn't... Like... I do a great Bernie, but Bernie's pretty easy to do. I honestly am bad at Bernie. I think I just, like... Because Bernie has, like... He also... His accent's pretty thick. He lays it on hard. Like, I remember doing one earlier in the year, and you some gave me shit for it. Some people want to watch... The world See, you burn. just sound like Barney. You don't sound like Bernie Sanders. You sound like the dinosaur. Like I, I'm Barney. I'm Barney Sanders. I'm Barney Sanders. His twin brother. His twin reptile brother with a six foot long tail and a dragon. That's dark. That's his evil twin brother. Is Barney Sanders? Uh, I can do it. Okay, Jim. Um, okay. Anyway, sidelined again. I'm sorry. I just yeah, we're getting a little distracted. <laughs> the world is burning. It's, it's not okay. burning. The thing I hate about right now politically is that it nothing's terrible, but nothing's good. It's still on the edge of like it feels like at any moment shit could fall apart, and you still have a bunch of horrible conservative dips. Like I mean, like just like like the you got to talk about that Proud Boys slash Groiper or is that how you say it? Groiper? The like the Nick Fuentes like racist rally. And the, the DC shit. Get on to Portland as well. We don't have too much time, so let's move Oh, on. yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. But in non-South Dakota-related news, um, like, there's um, – in Portland, um, I, I, I don't know too much about, like, specifically Nick Fuentes or anything or what rally he had. But um, in Portland, there's this house – that's been owned by this black family for like a generation uh, or something like that. And they were getting evicted um, because of like, you know, they lost income from COVID and stuff like that. And uh, the, the neighborhood in Portland banded together. Um, and we've seen like some very militant resistance. Um, you know, Portland really is on the, in a lot of ways is on the front lines of, um, you know, the most militant uh, anti-capitalist resistance, uh, you know, at least like on the ground um, in the country, I, I'd say. Um, and they've, they really, I, and they, I believe they, they stopped the city from trying to evict them. Um, and I think the Portland police chief even issued an apology. Um, like they were really, um, they were really fighting with the police in the streets. Um, and I think, one person I know in Olympia, which I think is also in Washington, kind of near Portland. Yeah. Um, or uh, not not near Portland. Uh, I think it's near Seattle, maybe. But it's city in Washington. But uh-huh. um, Proud Boys, I think, shot at least one person there. Um, multiple people were shot in the last couple of days by Proud Boys. Um, you know, I mean, they're just fucking piece of shit cowards who fire fire into crowds and um uh you know they're just dirty little wannabe pigs um looking to do the state's dirty work for them and uh you know they the police have just essentially been letting them run wild stab people shoot people beat up people um i mean they've been like uh in dc i saw something of they just like start beating up two black guys and two young black guys in the street. I don't even think they were affiliated with the protest thing. They were just like walking home um, and, you know, just start beating them up. Um, and I think, you know, even though like um, with all the stuff that's like going on with the coup, on one hand, it is like 
um, it is kind of like laughable by how clearly the election was not stolen and like uh, stuff like that but um, it's still like I think this is why the, De the Republicans are telling people that it was you know uh, rigged because it, it creates an incentive for like them to start to really create their own little brown shirts um, because you know the Proud Boys have become very emboldened in the last four years um, and I mean they're still I would say like you know I think we really shouldn't overstate how um, powerful or influential even they are but they, they cause um, you know they, they cause violence and they hurt people um, uh, and it's kind of a way for the Republican Party. That's why they're kind of at the same time that, uh, you know, higher up in the Republican Party, they're pushing back on Trump and just being like, shut the fuck up, you lost. Um, at the bottom, they, they're using that very same thing. They're like create an incentive for fascist violence. Um, and uh, I think people really need to take it seriously and, and, you know, I think we've said this no, multiple times. No one should but, ever be like, um, oh, fascism is defeated just because the Democrats won an election. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, uh, honestly, you know, Joe Biden is a fucking fascist. If, you know, if you go by the uh, old definition, the old classical definition of fascism um, that I think came from the common term, um, which is essentially, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's uh, fascism is the uh, open dictatorship of the most terroristic and chauvinistic uh, elements of finance capital. I think the um, simplest definition I've used and I mean, before is uh, palingenetic ultranationalism, which is annoying because not everyone can understand the words on their own. Palingenesis, meaning... Um, beginning like calling back to a beginning um, as in uh, like a great mm -hmm. revival of some nostalgic idealized past um, and ultranationalism mm -hmm. being exactly what it sounds like so in the case of the Nazis it calls back to uh, the barbarian Germanic tribes who like raised down and like took over got rid of the Roman Empire and the Byzantines and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. but for the US aren't our fascism is going to be unique to our country so it's fascism towards the reagan fascism which was also about making america great again it's all about returning to some like idealized past and usually not usually always focusing on a hierarchical structured society based off of uh, nationality and race mm -hmm. what defines a nation is and i mean fascist race exclusively <laughs> and I suppose religion is one of some and, But, um, you know, and I mean, in, in some ways, you know, fascism as an ideology is kind of hard to pin down, and that's on purpose because it's it whatever can... gets them into power. Uh, fascists can say they believe it, in anything. Yeah, it's they, whatever they, they, they need. They will it say to. that they like, and because it's an unpopular thing on the front of it, because people know that it's uh, the history of fascism is uh, laid with ruin with humiliation defeat and atrocity and so fascists are being as clever as they think they are will tidy themselves up by saying some bullshit like 
that they're leftists. They'll use like leftist slogans or things like that. Like we're the National Socialist German Workers Party. That that was what the Nazis mm-hmm. called themselves. Uh, yeah. but they weren't socialists at mm-hmm. all in any sense. The, the first camps that they built were for communists, uh, um, and they persecuted socialists within the party. That was what the Night of the Long Knives was. Um, so it's like, um, I think for a lot of people, ultimately their vision of fascism is just some vague idea of authoritarianism, or which is a silly fucking word, um, or like totalitarianism. But fascism, I think, is and another good definition I've heard um, is fascism is uh, capitalism in decay. When the contradictions of capitalism yeah. can no longer like be saved by like a bailout, uh, and the hierarchy of the market can't be maintained anymore, um, fascists will come in and alleviate the worries of the middle class, who usually are in mm-hmm. like who become uh police and foot soldiers and shit like that like the biggest community of fascists in germany in italy in spain uh right now in india and in the u.s have been the quote-unquote middle class who have felt disaffected by capitalism Mm -hmm. that's how they appeal to them like there you should be in the hierarchy somehow you're not they're comfortable they're they're comfortable enough to you know have a decent life but uh and and to be able to see people who are worse off than them and be afraid of that um and but then they're also you know like aspiring to be even richer yes uh, or wealthier you know yeah um and you know honestly like i really think uh the democratic party is not very far off of being just like um you know in any other country like the democratic party would be a a, like a right-wing liberal party you know what i mean um um Mm -hmm. they would they would not be considered left wing at all um and i really think that you know as the contradictions of capital come into more focus and things get worse for people um i think and you know as you know because i don't think that we're just gonna i think people are going to continue to keep organizing and we're going to start hopefully you know in the next couple years start to see the left um really you know coming into its own and, and building you know, strong institutions and the foundations of that um, is kind of big being done by a lot of people all over the place uh, right now. Um, and I really think we're going to, people are just going to really, I think that the important thing that we can do with this Joe Biden administration is to use it to shine a light on the, the fake nature of the two party system and make them realize that, all of this is like illegitimate, you know what I mean? And make them, uh, you know, realize that um, there is no solution to the contradictions of capitalism within the two party system. And that what we need is a workers party and, um, and a revolution, you know what I mean? I will, yeah, I know what you um, mean. I know what you mean. I'm going to tell you that, sir, sir. I don't know why I'm doing that, boys, but like, I, I just thought it was sweet that you said, you know what I mean? Because what you said was exactly what you meant there's no uh way to misinterpret it we need a solution <laughs> my friend and you are right you're just a cutie pie and i love you um but shit yeah oh thank you sweetie Aww. thank you son um <laughs> but uh yeah and then i guess like one thing i've not really mentioned on the show but that i probably should is that like I'm not in the DSA or anything um i i think people should look into the organization called the PC USA 
yes. uh, the Party of Communists USA, which then I joined them. I'm a party member. I'm um, in the process of joining. And, uh, um, you know, they seem to be promising. And part of the reason I am interested in, in being a part of it is because, you know, I reached out to the PSL um, and they said they wanted to talk to me and then they never got back to me. Um, and I tried multiple times to, you know, get in touch with them and it never happened. And when I got, when I sent in my info to these guys, they called me like two days later um, and, and talked to me about the party. And um, I think they, they got some good shit going on. They just ran their first candidate uh, for public office in Vermont. Um, I, forgot, I think he was running for a Congress uh, seat, a seat in Congress rather, um, Chris Halali. Um, I believe he fought with the Kurds against ISIS, um, but uh, he got, he only got like 3% of the votes. I mean, he didn't really expect to win. It was kind of more of a getting the name out there type thing. Yeah. Um, but, he, I mean, he got 3% of the vote um, with, you know, basically a media blackout of uh, his uh, campaign. and uh, So, you know, kudos to that. Um, but, you know, we got a lot of they, – they have – they just seem like they know – what the fuck they're doing and I appreciate that because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing um, uh, but yeah I mean I don't really think there's anything else to that I feel like talking about uh, on this episode this is kind of like our next episode we're going to talk about Lennon we're going to take some time this is kind of like really a little this is a little treat yeah this is our, our little like yeah that one that one's going to take a little longer to make yeah I'm excited um, to do that one with you uh, I'm happy that we got to talk on here um, I uh, to the audience listening. Sorry that we're slow. Uh, we both have busy lives. We're working people, and shit sucks right now for working people. Uh, any anything yeah, you can do to help us kinda out? Blows ass. Anything you can do to help us out? That'd be really appreciated. Yeah, please yeah. give me some fucking please. <laughs> please, please uh, give us. <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah, but no. I mean, hey, man. if you want to support us, support us. Oh, and let me do an. I can. You, okay, you do Kermie. Should I do Gingerbread Man? What do you think? Should we end it like this? Can you do like? Can you do? Um, you should just be Beaker. Oh, fuck! I don't know Beaker off the top of my head. What does Beaker sound like? Beaker's the one who just goes. Me 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 um, I'm not gonna do the current voice again. It hurts my well, throat. Well, anyhow, um, um, but to reassure you guys, more content is yeah. coming. We are going to record more episodes. Uh, I think the goal is to get 25, like to the number 25 by the end of the year. So we have 25 episodes this year. Uh, and um, and then this is season one. Like when I publish them, it allows me to be like season one. Yeah, season yeah. Two. The first 25. Which next one. year I'm gonna put it to season two. Ooh. I'm going to put it at season two next year. Nice. We're season two of Radio Free SD, baby. Yeah, we're getting that. Um, but. Yeah, John, you do the you plug. Know, we're, we're uh, I got to say solidarity forever. Love y'alls. Take cares. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody listening, have a good night. Wear a mask. Um, donate to us at anchor.fm slash Radio Free SD. Uh, if you want, follow us on Twitter, yada, yada, yada. Um, peace. Peace.